welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Hmm. I'm really excited to be in this current space and time right now. I'm sitting here in Amsterdam with three lovely people who I'm actually really inspired by. And there's one common denominator that we all have among, I'm sure, others as well. But something that I really feel called to speak into and something that's been really awake and alive in my field currently is the space of changing the story around how we relate and how we show up in the world in our romantic partnerships. And I'm sitting here in this beautiful, amazing living room drinking some nourishing cacao and sitting here and we're dropping in having this deep dive conversation on relation shifts how do we continue to show up most importantly for ourselves while we are in a field and a container of relating with others specifically in an open field container now i don't believe anyone in an open relationship field will say that being in open relating is any easier than being in monogamous However, one thing that I can personally say is that this open relating field, at least for me, has created an opportunity for me to really challenge the stories that I've been fed to believe to be true about what love is and what love means and how we are supposed to be in relation to one another. So without further ado, I would like to welcome my guests. We have Sprout Love here. We have Yanni Verse, you can find her on Instagram, and Laurence, how yes. do you spell your Edmonton? Laurent from England, from England, okay. Dutch, Dutch last name. Okay, okay, so perfect. Dutchy. So basically, um, we're all friends, and we're all in this like open relating container, and we all have this like cross-pollination between mm. each other in some way, shape, or form or another. And yeah, our topic today is relationships. And we had some great juicy conversations just a few minutes before. And I was like, damn, this is really good. The world may really value what all of us are going through. We can't promise to have the answers. We certainly, I don't think ever would. But what we can do is promise to deliver what's awake and alive for us in this moment and what we're going through. And so thank you guys for being in this moment with me. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm. so when you when you feel into relationships if there's someone who feels I know we were just having this it's so hard sometimes when we're like oh this is the juice and I'm like wait 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 let's capture this but 
if we can take ourselves back to just a couple minutes ago when we're talking about relationships, I know, Laurence, you were saying that there's something really poignant that's happening in your relationship field. So mm-hmm. I'm curious if you maybe want to speak into it a little bit about like where you've been, where you are, and what's what's really moving in your space. Yeah. Um, so I've been uh, in a relationship for about six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first relationship. Like before that, I never wanted to have a relationship. I wanted to be free and, and travel everywhere. And I came across this beautiful woman who just stole my heart, and I knew I can, I could grow with her. And uh, yeah, do a lot of things with her the, the coming years. And we've had our ride from ups and downs, and we've gone through all kind of phases. And we've been about like two years now, two and a half years in an open relationship. Mm. And to be honest, I think that's what like really also saved us. Mm. Um, I think the most important thing is like I realized that um, like when when you're like in a monogamous relationship, you you take people more or less like for granted because you know okay you're together and at a certain point it even gets like boring because you know there's it's just the two of you and you say together and it's it's kind of easier by opening up. Um, I felt like way more in my uh, in my power empowerment. Mm. Like I like I always been like a very free person traveling and by being able to be more open and to be to be able to communicate more openly. Uh, there's a lot of, of dynamics that sh- uh, shift in our relationship. Mm. Like if I see my partner, she she grew sh- so much when we opened up. She became from this uh, very hard working masculine woman. To this beautiful uh, feminine goddess, mm. which is which embodies like way more sexuality. So, um, yeah, and, and I've like grew as well. Like I work as a as a stripper, as we just told uh, before. Um, I've been doing tantra like for around three years, and without being being able to, um, if I would have been like in monogamous relationship. I could have never have done these things because there would have been like so much judgment and pressure thinking I would I would do it just to go with, with other people. But you know, I do it because like I love just being on a stage and entertain and uh, yeah, dive deeper into things that I really don't uh, know yet. And like by being like an open relationship, it, it creates a lot of trust for me, way more trust uh, because it only works if you if you communicate, if mm. you don't communicate and you mm. go on a date with somebody else, it yeah, then you're actually not an open open relationship. You're yeah, it goes for me more to to cheating. Like mm. for me, the most important thing is to be very open and clear about your intentions. Um, <coughs> so yeah, it, it shifted from being together and having dates where we can learn from um, to seeing if how it would be like to go more in a, if you can call it polyamorous relationship. And that's where we are now in this certain position. And uh, I think it's been like the toughest ride f- um, yeah, un- until now, because like um, she fell in love with another guy. And this is the first time like we're really experiencing, hey, this, this might like really change the definition how our relationship used to be. And it's very scary. like one moment I think like mm. the, it's the end of the world and the other moment I'm really um, happy for it because uh, ultimately 
know what makes me the most happy is that if that she can mm. be happy and enjoying it, her life so um it's constant battle with myself like they what should i do should i just let her go and then uh, be free so then we come back to the part of like, hey, codependency why do i want to keep her you know that w what is it in me that i can't let her like live her life um yeah on the other moment when i feel really good and, and strong and i have my life purpose then i can handle everything and like feeling em empowered and embodied it's uh and i zoom i zoom out mm. i can see the, the beautiful part of it but i'm still yeah it's still right and, and looking how this is um gonna work for us because like i've got a feeling if we're gonna go through this it will make our relationship only uh only stronger you know and it's uh yeah, but mouth, it's your there, there's way more pressure and dynamics but that's also the beautiful part of it because you don't take each other for granted as i said mm. before yeah mm. <coughs> so i'm uh, with you three beautiful people so yeah having a relationship with each other i'm very curious how you guys are are coping with that because i have i've tried it as well like having multiple relationships next to it for me it doesn't work you know it's like it's so much work and like uh, your attention is spread like all the way um, at least in my face right now it feels like way more uh, better to uh, to grow back together and have like a steady pace and from there build up and if there's room um, to have other people in in that space <coughs> that's uh yeah that's that's fine for me that's uh i, I welcome it but mm. for now it's like uh, it's been like such a ride and for me it f really feels important to have like i can have a stable basis first but i'm also really thinking like if i see you guys wow why do i want to have like this this, uh, this stability first with my primary partner uh, because i can i see her really as my primary partner or yes yeah and, and other people in other relationships see that very differently so uh, mm. yeah chris to hear from you guys as well <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, so I um, I'm Sprout, and I came. I decided to speak into relationships. We're going to. Yeah, I realized as soon as Amanda proposed the idea, and I look over at Yanni, and I've been with Yanni for two and a half, maybe coming on three years now. And she made a post a while back, and it was called Relationships, and it really touched me. Mm -hmm. um, and I, yeah. Actually, we woke up one morning, and she comes to me, and she says, we need a relationship. That's what happened. We were in Guatemala. And in that moment, <laughs> first thing I felt was fear. Says I need relationships, and my mind goes like, "What? What does that mean?" And as soon as that, as soon as like I felt the fear, but then it just like dropped out, and I felt her, and I knew that she was tracking something very important. And hmm, yeah. So she's the one that brought this idea into my field. Now I bring it here. And we bring it here, and 
yeah, I can only speak into the truth of my relationship with Yanni and how it has been going through this relationship for uh, probably about a year now. Space of where we were compared to where we are and we're still moving through it. Um, in ways... Yeah, I can feel this stickiness around like Ooh, and it was so good the way it was. Like, where are we now? And just being present with it. And if I'm here, and I have so much love to give, to share. Mm. Just really, really being present with this experience. Knowing that there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. We're not hiding from anything. We're just sharing our hearts. And so, as relationships shift from time and space, you can't imagine that a relationship that lasts 20 years is going to be the same thing 20 years later. Mm. There's going to be a shift. And, you know, especially from the very beginning, the first six months, eight months of, like, like super explosive relationship into five years, ten years, like, things are going to shift. And the open relationship field <laughs> brings in a totally new dynamic, which is, like, not touched on very often. And it's, like, all around the sexuality. And, like, there's such a primal instinct around our sexuality. And uh, what's the word for it? Um, reptilian brain type of, like, mm -hmm. oh, this is mine. And what happens when we challenge that story? Like, a lot of shit comes out. But when we align ourselves to truth and our integrity, like, what are we actually doing this for? And for me, it's always been around my heart, even though I've never, not always been so connected to my heart. Hmm. And so the ability to go through relationships is actually... <laughs> to my mind, the mind that wants things to be say better or the way they were or I want to go somewhere else to that mind it's really difficult but when I can just sit here in my heart and be with the one I love everything is perfectly fine <laughs> and it's my inability to be present with it that gets in the way hmm And so we add another layer when we get into the open relationship field in which then we have other lovers in the field. And I don't, my, in my core, and I've been playing with this for a long time, I don't really play with this primary dynamic. Not that mm -hmm. I don't believe it to be true. I just want to see what happens when I'm, I choose myself first. And then from that space, and Laurent was talking about this peaceable codependency, Mm -hmm. Let's speak about me and Yanni. You know, I brought codependency into the field as soon as we were relating. Like, trying to, like, bring it in, like, okay, we don't want codependency. Years mm -hmm. later, you know what I find? Codependency. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, I even challenged it, and we can't even get away from it. <laughs> like, we're not any better or worse. And it's like, even mm -hmm. if I don't play the primary card, if I'm like, if I don't choose my primary, there's times in which I felt like Yanni's primary. Actually, at times I felt like I was in a jail cell, in her jail cell, and I was, like, locked into her primary dynamic, and I was like, holy shit, we didn't even ask for any of this. 
like it's happening mm. um and so even by like <clears throat> questioning the status quo we still find the spaces that everybody finds themselves in mm. we're just simply questioning it mm. like what does this really mean yeah it's beautiful i look i did a lot of work in terms of my consciousness and reading and figuring out all these dynamics around relationship to question so i could question it all mm. in the end I've, I've found every dynamic that was playing in every monogamous relationship every open relationship i've found it all all the shadows all the shit and i'm like oh i'm still just part of it so can i just be present and when love is the core denominator to our experience well nothing else is needed like yeah some orgasms are nice but like the end of the day what are we what are we chasing what are we trying to get mm. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Um, like the thing that pops up directly into my mind is like uh, love yourself first you know before and that's the only way you can love your partner some somebody else mm. like if i think that's all the thing about like the codependency like you uh, the person you're with you see like it's like ultimate person that you you make me happy or you give me this and, and you start losing part of yourself while the most important thing is like you know all these emotions that are created comes uh, comes inherently from yourself you know you create them it's not the, the part it's in your body you have these feelings so mm. i think that's the most important thing is just to really feel that part and um yeah and staying present with the moment because like with my partner that there there is a lot of things going on there's a lot of scenarios and, and things that could change but like uh, if i really feel into it and i stay present i just feel love and that's you know i think that's the most important thing to to stay in this in this presence and to feel it because like the world and everything is always changing and you never know which way it will go and it's also the beautiful part of of being in an open relationship you are a lot more present because you know uh, being for me motor gamers it was like okay i can see myself with you 30 40 years from now we can get old and now it, i'm just more in the present with with my partner and it feels a lot more grounded and stronger mm. when being able to uh, see that way and of course you you, you shift to your mind your monkey might always say a lot of things but mm. yeah if you go back and, and feel your heart and are able to feel your your love first um yeah that helps me along to go with the bumpy rides of uh of life and love everything around it yeah. mm. 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 so so about the part um about codependency and catching yourself seeing feeling that or seeing that and also the part of like feeling into tuning into yourself like what's your truth that's where the relationship for me came mm. because the relationship for me like in specific now with the relationship with with sprout came at that moment when actually i woke up one day it's like holy fuck i put him in the box of primary partner and we never agreed on that mm. like from the start it was like Spout was actually my first uh, lover, which I've been in an open relationship with and like super clear about like, hey, it's like we don't do primary or like, you know, like having an open relationship and we just make our own rules as we go. We <coughs> don't put any agreements. So 
And I was like, yeah, that sounds amazing, <laughs> independent, and yes, we go for it. And then along the way, all this happens. And then, um, and then you know, like going like Guatemala is like, you know, intense energies with all the volcanoes and everything, like all the darkness came out. And then I woke up one day, like as Sprout mentioned, like, wow. I did have expectations. Mm. Wow. Mm. I sort of was like sort of claiming you. I don't want that. I know you don't want that. Let's do a relationship. Mm. Like, let me clear that out of the system. And it was really powerful, actually. For me, it was more of um, that I acknowledged it. And that, that was like, shit you know like oh fuck yeah and then like owning that and like telling that and then also yeah like like letting that part go and which is scary because it grew because i'm like yeah but you know if you're relating with someone else while we're in the same field or on the same dance floor be sensitive hold me you know like i can be triggered or things like that happen or like or wanting in a certain way but also knowing that if i get triggered and what is what is there like mm. why am i being triggered mm. and and there are certain parts and and another parts what i feel like what i'm lately like really discovering is the part of actually seeing and feeling every person in the field so mm. for example the lovers of my lovers and mm. the transparency and the openness in that and being like hey and like reaching out and connecting so like with amanda it's like amazing like we were already <laughs> like connected even though we never met you know <laughs> like feeling like super close and and i had that with with more uh sisters actually mm. and like and I'm like, wow, this feels like freedom. So yeah. I told Amanda also before, like, wow, this feels so liberating. It's like a lot of love. And yeah. And yes. And of course, I still see like, because this is also interesting because this week I'm with Sprout in Amsterdam. Like, so, so with my lovers, it's just like where we are in time and space. That's where we connect and that's where we drop in. And then <coughs> like now this week we're in sharing space, like living in the same house and then I'm also catching myself. I'm like, oh, hey, actually, like today, I told Sprouse we were being a little bit phone and was like, actually, I just want you for myself sometimes. But I know that's like crazy. <laughs> I just mm. like, I just want you to hold me. And, and then, but also, like, and then before that, a man and I had a talk. It's like, so, and then also realizing, like, you know what? It's also nice to have some space and that, like, Sometimes it's nice if your lover can also take some space and be somewhere else so I can do something else. And mm. and also noticing, like, doing my work also while I'm here, it's like, yes, if I'm, like, as you, as Laurent already said before, like, if I'm totally, like, super being, working on my purpose and I'm full alignment and then, oh, yes, then super centered, then, mm. then even more love is overflowing, mm. actually, and you can feel more centered and you can feel more love. So... That's like a super important thing, just being aligned with yourself. So that's, for me, that's more the thing, like being centered, feeling yourself. And from that space, you can, yeah, the love is there, like for everybody. Mm. And then, yeah, less space for insecurities, for example. And yeah. 
Mm. It's so interesting, like hearing all of you and 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 feel feeling all of you and like knowing how we're how we're all navigating these spaces. And no one has the answers because, to be honest, like this open relationship field, especially in the way that like we're doing it, is very different compared like polyamorous has been around for a while mm. and yet still it's relatively new compared to maybe like the model that's been used for let's say the last couple hundred years one of the things that i remember like talking to someone dropping really deeply in um, when i was in california is like this thing that happens i think to almost every person at some point when you're relating it's the the, the fact that you lose yourself it's like it's a new shiny toy and you're like oh my god like i just want to hang out with you and do everything with you you're so amazing and then it's so easy to get like wrapped up in that loop of like we're doing everything together and then before you know it whether you agreed on primary or not or whether you're monogamous or whether you're open all of a sudden it's like all of you got wrapped up in the you that has now become the two and one thing that Sprout you mentioned to me um, maybe a couple of days ago, it's like, yeah, but like eventually we're gonna get so sick of each other. Like, why don't we like create space before we get to the point of being like, fuck, like give me fucking space, you know? Because that happens to all of us. We're just like, ah, I just need my space. And so, what if we consciously went in knowing these patterns that are so deeply ingrained in us, and from that space of being in our power and being in our center and being in our stability, said, okay, here are the patterns and habits that I've seen in my own relationship. Here are the patterns and habits that I see that's happening in the collective. Here are some opportunities that we can put in place, some practices, being in my power, being centered, being grounded, not being caught up in all the emotions and all the stories. Here are these practices that we can intentionally put into place so that we can perhaps avoid the stories of being codependent or getting wrapped up in someone else's story or losing ourselves in the other person and then really getting pulled off of our power. Mm. So like one of the things in like, this whole relationship and open relating field, it's like I can clearly see my patterns and habits. And if I'm consciously aware of what my patterns and habits are, how can I consciously set up a, 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 an experience moving forward that can help me interrupt those patterns and habits that continue to put me into places that I no longer desire to be because if i'm a conscious creator creating then i have the the ability to kind of outsmart myself mm. in a way and like shift some of the way that i'm showing up in my life and i think that this is really key and the more people that we see like laurence you mentioned like okay so we were monogamous and then i was realizing this was draining my power and then i decided mm. to open up the relationship but then i've been in the poly dynamic which is my primary and then i see you guys and i see the way you're moving through space and it's very different so like how can we continue to embody what we deep down know is possible and like like with you Yanni like it's so amazing it was like it is I it baffles me at the fact that like I never thought that I would like hear a lover talking to his significant other and me feel like so much love in my heart like oh like wow I don't even know this woman yet and I feel like the work that they've done together mm -hmm. and it makes me feel actually more full than like oh my god who is this woman what does she have that I don't have or whatever and then like you and I create this relationship and we drop deeper in and then we like go to the spa like our first meeting we're like naked at a spa like hi how's mm -hmm. it going and it's like we're really challenging like the status quo of like what's possible between brothers or what's possible between sisterhood and like if we can eliminate the story of scarcity of competition of not enoughness then we have this opportunity to totally transform the scarcity story around love because there's this inherent 
situation and the collective consciousness of not enough. And that shows up in our finances, that shows up in our time, that shows up in our love. And so like if we can actively see that there's this pattern playing out and choose to challenge the pattern, we might not have the answers and we're probably going to have to go through a lot to get there. But mm. just that intention alone, I feel like starts to create the shift that all of us deep down desire, which is this independent, interdependent relating to one another where we can all feel feel and whole in our beings. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 I'd like to, speaking into that, I just want to share that the relationship in which we're going through begins in the self, in yourself. So how do you real, how do you create a relationship in your own being? Mm. It's like the piece that I'm relating to you, I'm relating to these external pieces, but ultimately I'm simply having a relationship with myself. Mm. My relationship with myself is a reflection of my relationship to everything around me. And so the relationship really starts internally. And I know this from my personal processes like I was so I didn't know how to have a relationship at all uh, to studying it intensively going through when I got into open relationship, then I got into polyamory. Then I was like, no, maybe there's more. And then I got into relationship anarchy and relationship anarchy taught me way more than uh, polyamory could have. Uh, and relationship anarchy, as much as it sounds a little chaotic, is actually quite structured in its, in its, it, it basically points out the shadows of polyamory and then it just goes deeper into the unknown. And so I looked at all these frameworks and all the readings that I did and I realized that that was all just a fallacy, like all these trying to put things in boxes so that ultimately we can be outside of the box. And so I just had to look in myself to find all the answers that I needed. And so when I got together with Yanni, she was like, a, what was beautiful in that relationship I'd been playing with open relationships for a while, but I never found the divinity and the consciousness in another being that could actually meet me. I found people that were playing in polyamory and trying to explore open relationships, but I didn't find somebody that could meet my consciousness. And I found Yanni, and she was on the si a similar path, and she was com she was didn't do open relationships, but she was like, I want to do that. And I was like, all right, let's go. So... I realized it was actually quite difficult to get from there to here because I was already knee-deep, like, flooded with all the knowledge and understanding. And I was pointing on, like, this is how I relate. And she was like, okay, I'll do that. I see how keen she was. It was actually quite a big leap to go from there to here. I, <laughs> I didn't realize how much it would take to get her here. But, um, but... She was willing. She was willing. I was like, yes, okay, we're going to do this then. Cool. Um, and I gave her everything. I just opened myself right up for that transformation, and she gave me lots. And I'm forever grateful for that experience, for this experience that we're still in. Um, and giving her all the pieces, even though it was convoluted for her, like, what do you mean we don't do primary? Everybody does primary. Like, I see all these people in the polyamory field, and they're experts. They say you got to do primary. I'm like, no, 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 you don't got to do that. I know. I feel it. I feel that you don't have to do that. 
Like, I've read enough, and I feel the thing, like, I don't think we need that. And she's, like, thinks I'm crazy, but she keeps leaning in. Mm. I remember one time she cried over it one time, and I was just so touched. I was like, she's so tender and beautiful. And, like, she's so confused. Like, we don't do primaries. And I was like, but I was like, no, but we don't. We don't, we don't need that. And it was so beautiful that she kept leaning in. And I, as we come through the other side... I see the depth of truth. It's like once I lean into it, like, and I can have people meet me there, anything is possible. Mm. We're just creating it. Mm. The mm -hmm. most, the most, like, the deepest piece right now, and this is why I brought this idea to the to this podcast, is like the deepest piece right now for me is the relationship. It's not like, I, I don't, like, I don't care what dynamic you choose, whether you want to be a monogamous, polyamorous, relationship, or an anarchist, or you want to jump out of the deep end and not have any labels. I don't care what you want to do. But this piece is so deep in me right now is just this relationship because I've been with Yanni for three years doing this huge journey, this huge transformation, and it can never be what it was. Mm -hmm. Because what it was was like a magical transformation. And now that transformation... We were like fucking um, caterpillars. We're caterpillars and we're like trying to find our way, like teaching each other things. And all of a sudden, like we morphed into a cocoon. Now we're just trying to come out the other side and figure out what the hell we are anymore. But it was beautiful that we did the journey and the relationship is actually not... We don't have the answers. We have less answers than we had because when, <laughs> when we were there, we had I knew the things and she knew her things, and then we were knowing the things. And now we're like, I don't know any anymore. <laughs> oh <I'm> shit! Like, <laughs> no, that's, the thing, like, that's the thing that I think is so important. Like like you said, regardless of what relationship style you choose, we're always shifting. Mm -hmm. yeah. And mm -hmm. if you can just let go of your story of like, mm -hmm. no, but this is who I am, and this is what I believe, and this is how it is, like let the fuck go of that because yeah. like you're always shifting and if you can just stay in integrity with like who you are and where you are and be honest and be transparent then like the relationship the relationship never needs to end it always transforms as we transform the way we relate transform and yanni you spoke into this with like certain lovers it's like we were there once okay and now we're meeting again in time and space like are we still there or are we somewhere different? And if we're somewhere different, it doesn't mean that it's good or bad or right or wrong. It's just different because I'm different and you're different. So it's not about where we were, but it's about how can we meet from where we've been and what we've gained. Because ultimately, regardless, we're always transmitting. We're always sharing beautiful, deep, like, transmissions to and from one another. And, like, when we can let go of our minds, ideas, and identity and story of needing to be safe, then all of a sudden we have this amazing expansion that we never could have even dreamed was possible. But it takes someone who's willing to lean into that place where you're like, oh, I don't want to mm, go there. You so know, painful. Like, yeah. yeah, too painful. What a fucking beautiful story. Let me go there. Mm. Let me see what's on the other side of that. Where's that mm. fear? Where's that contraction? Well, the only way out of it is through it. So, like, let me go into that space that I fear mm. the most. I find the most beautiful thing that it's like we're actually creating our own life and we're like making up the rules as we go. Like how often I said like, OK, where's the fucking book? I want to read how it goes. <laughs> there is no book because we're just like we're figuring it out ourselves, you yeah. know, like 
all of this like and like and also being in this transfiguration and and yesterday at the spa and you know like yeah being with all with other lovers as well and yeah. meeting each other in those spaces like yeah everything like feeling into okay where are we right now and how does it feel right now and also having the trust like the trust and seeing and the integrity mm. and seeing like hey the commitment is there yeah oh my god mm. yeah. we're there yes when meeting time and space yes oh you're there oh yes i feel that i can trust yeah. yes and then like can i trust myself like to open up and to feel and what do i need to feel that trust and yeah and ultimately, at the end of the day, it's like, what are you trusting in? Like, first of all, do you trust yourself? And I think almost everyone, hopefully, if you're on this conscious path, you'll say yes. But then, like, if you drop a layer deeper, like, okay, well, I trust myself. And, like, what else do I trust? Do I trust others? Well, everything outside of me is just a reflection of myself. So if I lean back to do I trust myself, the answer is yes. Then I trust the vibrational mm -hmm. frequency to which I'm emitting that is attracting mm -hmm. the resonant frequencies. Then, like, if I trust myself and I trust the lovers that are in my field, then, of course, I trust their lovers because I feel that authenticity and I feel that connection. Well, then I drop a layer deeper. Then, like, okay, so if I trust myself and I trust the field and everything that which I'm in, then what else is there to trust? Do I trust the universe? Well, fuck. Of course I trust the universe because that's what's like, that's all that there is, is just this energetic field that's holding us all. Mm. So if I trust myself and I trust all that which actions that are pulling in whatever I'm experiencing, then I trust the universe. Then, like, what else do I have left to fear? Because the only fear is the story that my mind's making up, which can't even begin to comprehend what's really going on in the picture beyond the story that I tell myself. Mm. So it's like when we can surrender, and that what I believe ultimately at the end of the day is the divine feminine. It's like really, really dropping everything until you can surrender, 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 surrender. And like just trust in the divine knowing that everything, regardless of our stories, even the most intense contractions, even the most intense fear is really just an opportunity for us to surrender more and believe mm. that we can trust. Mm. 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 Thank you for that. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes good to hear it because you, you know it, but like sure. it's, it's, mm. yeah. somebody speaks it out, it's like, wow, okay. Mm. It's very powerful to, uh, to mm. acknowledge it and to take it. And that's it. Mm. We're just all like divine reflections of one another. Mm. And because we're showing up and because we're choosing to like lean in, all of us in our own different ways, we're choosing to lean in. And it's like, damn, that's fucking trust. It's like when you do the trust fall, right? We've mm -hmm. all done that in workshops. Like, mm. oh, are you going to catch me? You know, it's yeah. like I'm choosing to lean in, you know. And so I just want to honor all of you. Like, it's really inspiring to see the way that each and every single one of us are leaning into our own truths yeah. and are choosing to show up and are choosing to expand. Like, we are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the creators leaning on the edge and speaking about this. I also just want to, like, acknowledge you guys for, like, being open to speak about this to people who are also just like us trying to figure it out. But like maybe you're a couple steps behind. Maybe they feel like you started this conversation so beautifully, Laurence, like with like, damn, I was in this monogamous relationship and all of a sudden I was feeling my power being drained. I know a lot of people feel that and they don't know where to begin or how to start. And then they can listen to this and they can, oh, these people have kind of started navigating this way. You just got to lean in. You just got to trust. So like. I have to say thank you all for trusting. Mm. Thank you all for trusting mm -hmm. your own paths, for leaning in, and thank you for trusting this space to be held to where we could so beautifully share our vulnerabilities and our learnings and our lessons on this path. 
Mm. Mm. Any last words you guys feel like speaking into the space before we close it? Mm. Yeah, I just want to speak into um, spe- just speak a little bit about this trust piece and it's um, I don't have a lot of trust issues in my mind I don't have you know, there, I know sometimes I have trust things, but I err on the side of trust, uh, which gets backfires at times. But when I really align myself with that, and I realize this might be if your narrative is you have a hard time trusting people and trusting things, and it'll play out differently. But for me, when I lean into that and I and I trust myself and I trust my body and my commitment, um, I believe there was one time I... I uh, had a call with Yanni. I was in Guatemala. This was after we just began relating. I guess when it was. And I called her and I said, I can't promise you anything except for if I... The only thing I could promise her was that if I felt anything was off, I would let her know. Because it was the only thing I could dig up from... The previous relationship, nine-year monogamous relationship that was out of alignment was that I never told her. When something was off, I never Mm. told her. Mm. I lacked the vulnerability to tell her that truth. And so what I told Yanni is, I don't know what, I can't promise you to be your everything. All I can promise you is that when something is off, I'll let you know. And that was the only thing that was important to me. And in that moment, in my integrity, that's all that was true. And as I move forward with time and space and I align myself with my integrity, is like, I trust this is all happening for a reason. I trust that I'm connected with her. I trust that I'm connected with anybody that I'm connected with. And all I really need is to drop into my vulnerability to expose myself, knowing that Typically, my deepest vulnerabilities come when I'm very scared, when I'm scared to show myself that deeply. Hmm. And that piece of trust, when I'm exposing my heart, do I trust that when I show my heart so wide and open, in a place where I'm so scared to share the depth of my vulnerability. Mm. I'm so scared that these parts of me won't be loved. Do mm-hmm. I trust that I can share this with my, this being in front of me mm. and that my tender little heart will be held? Mm. Mm. And so I lean into my fear trusting that the right beings that are aligned with my soul will be in front of me. Mm. And it's a frequency and I emit, I emit and I attract that, whether it's lovers, friends, whatever, it's happening and I feel it, it's happening every moment. And I'm aligning aligning myself with my tribe every Mm. day. Mm -hmm. And I have nothing in me that proves otherwise. Except for some 
mistakes, but those teach me the way anyways. Mm. So if you're not aligned and you're finding a mirrors that you're looking at that aren't in your highest truth, you need to look at yourself and shift into spaces which align yourself to what you really desire. Mm. Mm. And that's where the relationship starts. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> beautiful thank you yeah. wow yeah. What a thank you <laughs> what a beautiful human beings beautiful mm. souls yeah very uplifting to be around you this is it this mm. is what we call an end yes yeah thank you guys thank you for being here thank the audience for mm. being able to be receptive to this frequency wherever you're at on your path know that you're not alone know that your relationships are mirrors to which you can see yourself more clearly know that you have the power to shift know that you have the power to look up and to see what other people are doing in order to feel that you have the confidence and support to move through whatever it is you need to move through know that you're not alone and know that we're all creating our reality every step we take mm. Mm -hmm. hey everyone thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on driven for purpose i cannot tell you how much your support means if you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.